Hello and welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 116, PlayStation Showcase, 9th of September 2021, with me, George, as always, joined by Tom, Wolverine reveal to my secret agent by Rockstar. How's it going? <laughs> secret agent? Yeah, do you not remember that? They were going to do an, uh, like a, I think it was called Agent, but they were doing a game, it was a PS3 exclusive. And it I, was... I would just be happy if they showed a new game. Say sorry to them now. I'm sorry to the people who created Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm not sorry to the people who created GTA Online. Listen, those that have followed us to this point, they know how the show breaks down. And if they're not sure, they can check last week and we'll give them a rundown. So let's cut straight to the chase. Tom, Odders, grab hold of your suspenders, matey, and I'm talking the ones that hold your trousers up, not the ones oh, that hold bang. your nylon stockings down. <laughs> uh, Tom, what you been playing? What have I been playing? Ah. Oh. After the PlayStation event, which we're going to discuss in the feature, stay tuned. I re-downloaded God of War 2018. Um, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be that you downloaded an FPS game and played it like Deathloop. <laughs> no, that is coming at the weekend. Hopefully, if I can trade in some tat. And it's out now. Play. I can't afford it now. I don't get paid enough for this podcast. So back to that again. Like three seconds That's in, Darren like, has I want the money. Done me over, done me up like a kipper for breakfast. Scrambled egg on the side, burnt bacon, burnt toast. It's a, it's abysmal. Anyway, enough of that nonsense. I can't complain. That's how I was living, and you didn't care. Now I'm lord of the manor. I've even given you a wing, which is far more generous. I had to get you arrested. I mean, well, I you say to... wing, it's very dilapidated. As Ray Stance would say, it's a fixer-upper opportunity. I'll do my best. Well, okay. What you been? What else you been playing? It's a God of War. <laughs> yeah, with the PS5 that. update as well. Yeah, it looks absolutely stunning, doesn't it? Really. Well, let's okay. be honest. It looks like a next-gen game in my eyes. I think it, it is very high quality. To view things through your eyes. How do you not think that looks good? It's not an open world, so it doesn't have to do as much as Ghost or Red Dead. Um, no, I'm not going to deny it. Look, it looks beautiful. Um, the, the the facial features and the skin of, of uh, especially Kratos, it, unbelievably realistic. The de- the detail on his clothing and armor and, is yeah. also fantastic. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll move on from that. I just thought I, I tried it, um, and I've been playing it through on the harder difficulty. And wow, that is tough. Like it's constantly father. And you just laid out. He's been laid out by a level one baddie, and oh. kind of like the God of War. Killed well, the whole Greek pantheon just been taken out by a little Norse. To be fair, when it was one of those games, a little bit like Ghost of Tsushima, that when you first start, it is a bit of a struggle. <laughs> a very good point. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima actually gets easier the more you play it, and the yeah. same I'd say for God of War. Yeah, uh, definitely. A fr- friend of mine recently, he, it's good as well. I was happy because he plays a lot of multiplayer games, and he went and started God of War a few weeks ago, and he just messaged me saying I've finished it what a game uh, really enjoyed that so it's nice he's played The Last of Us through as well so he's getting his single player games done which I'm happy for nice um, a bit more Hades uh, I've done my fastest run on there which was 17 minutes still really enjoying that game I'm just trying to get the final bit done to get the epilogue ending um, been pretty much rounded up most of Ghost of Tsushima DLC Uh Unfortunately, I just want to, it's not a game I've played, but quickly wrap this up about last week I mentioned my haptic 
trigger had broken on my PS5 controller. A bit disappointing because it's not quite a year old. But the one thing I'll say about controllers is I never go out and spend mega bucks on them because I know even the best ones, they get so much hammer. And I actually think they're, they're value for money. I think they're actually well made for how much use they get. You're a bit of an animal with your kit, though, aren't you? No, you always say this like it's my fault. You've been very fanboy towards Sony. Stuff no, not, I'm not saying it's anything to do with the Sony console at all. Say sorry now. Every console you've had, whatever brand, be it Xbox, be it PlayStation, be it Nintendo, you've busted a None controller. None of my Switch stuff is broken. You've never had drift? Nope. In fact, both control pro controllers are getting traded at the weekend well, that, for Deathloop. Well, Can I trade controllers at game? I don't know. I think you can. Trade him at CEX. CEX will have a copy of Deathloop by now. Ah, dirty. Second hand. I want the plastic. Um, You know the smell. That's Um, the noise I used to hear when you were in Mumsy's bedroom. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wrapping extra tutorials downstairs. Um, Why were you looking at PlayStation 5 games in 1986? Time traveller. Very much. Uh, what Speaking else? of which, I returned to the bunker. What did you find there? A Fiesta XR2i. Mm-hmm. I believe in a few months' time we're going to be going to the future, my friend, for a preview of 2022. Because it's been a very sad year for gaming, really. A lot of delays, not many big releases. 2022. Last time we did a preview time. show, everything got cancelled within two weeks of recording <laughs> yeah, the episode. But if we go to the future to when they are out, so stick with that idea. We'll roll with that one. Okay. Uh, so I've got a midnight black controller. Fortunately, breaking the fourth wall, my wife gets some vouchers from work for commission, gives me the vouchers, go to the shop, keep the vouchers, I receive controller. Excellent time. Hmm. I rang up about the controller. They said the haptic trigger, just so everyone knows because it's useful information, is not covered under the one-year warranty because it is wear and tear. They cover charging issues, um, battery, and a few other tiny things. But anything button-related where it's wear and tear, they won't cover in the one-year warranty. Disappointing, but I have a friend who fixed his, so he's going to fix mine, fingers crossed. Send it to Stingray. He will not let me down. Just give it to me. You could probably do it as well. You're quite good at Stingray. Hmm. Anyway, I better ask, what have you been playing? Yeah, because I fixed that DualShock 4 controller you gave to me. Nothing wrong with it. Can I trade it for Deathloop? <laughs> if I can find it, if, it's, <laughs> if I know which one exactly hey, it was. I checked on CX, it was <laughs> about 20 quid trading. Mm. Well, they're not cheap to buy no, second no. one, are they? Uh, what have I been playing? I- I'll be honest, I've been collating my UMD collection, uh, and I've been playing very loosely Batman on the Vita, which is one oh, of yeah. the Origins games. It's called uh, Blackgate Prison. And it's done uh, in a two D so Metroidvania style. In in, in that um, Arkham universe. I yeah, yeah, oh, nice. yeah. I do it, remember that coming out. It, it looked quite good. It is really good. I was surprised by it. You go, you move not only from left to right, but in and out the screen and up and down. So you kind of like you use your batarang, you know, your grapple to sort yeah. of go into the screen, and then you move to another platform area that you climb up and through. 
it's it's I was I didn't know what to, you know you look on the back of the box and I've been trying to find it for a while I like to find the games in the wild I don't like to find them just on eBay it's too easy on the subject of the Vita mm. the more you've told me about it the more I've read about it this week especially switch it out and oh you can now use Bluetooth headphones yeah the Vita was doing that it was the thing I'll say like Nintendo are a little bit like Apple they tend to use features that Admittedly, they've, they've done some groundbreaking stuff Apple have, and Nintendo, but they're a bit similar in the way sometimes they'll have a feature and make a big deal of it. It's like, well, Samsung did that about two years ago. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I am the more I, I actually look at the Vita, it's a shame it really wasn't as successful as I was. I was, in, I was in the car the other day being driven, mm-hmm. driving, being driven, whatever, and uh, I was thinking to myself, now the Vita. He's got some good games, games that I would like, you know, like Uncharted or, you know, Assassin's Creed or Batman. Mm -hmm. But it really was lacking other games of that stature. There's loads of, like, indie games, smaller games on it, games that you would call classical handheld games. And you've got the access to the PS1 library and bits and bobs like that. But it was lacking. I was thinking it'd be great if we got if it got a copy of The Last of Us or that spin-off, you know, the one where you're Ellie and you're on your oh, own with the, that girl. It, it, yeah, Wars, if it yeah. had like a, an expanded version of that yeah, and just some more solid... First-party titles. First-party, third-party, you know, third-person view. Yeah. Sort of big proper games like Killzone's great, but yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one, but... I would have preferred, and yeah, that itch is scratched by the old um, remote play. But yeah, again, that's I've said it many times. If they're the sole, if if when like the Vita came out when the PS3 was out, but if the Vita had then had a repackage and a relaunch when the PS4 launched, it was like this is your way of taking your library on the go on PlayStation Four. Can I ask a question? Quick question about remote play, and is it the same with PS5? Could I be? Here now mm. in this part of the house, mm-hmm. but back at the the wing where I live, could I have my phone here, turn it on, and play my game? If you you got because it now to... works off uh, mobile data as well with a recent update. Yeah, if you went into, I won't advise that. If you went into the settings and set a remote play, and then went into your phone and downloaded the, uh, into the app and said, "Yes, I want remote play on here," yeah, literally would just be your screen on your phone and you would be using your, you, that would be, that would become your screen. So you know? I don't have to be really close to in the same household. To, to do the remote if play. you did that, it would work flawlessly. Yeah. So it's a little bit, can be a little bit choppy when it's far away. I've never had a problem with it. It's just that. Have you done it like miles away? Oh yeah. As in um, the next village over. And beyond hotels in the middle of nowhere. Wow. wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. And to be fair, at times, it's been my lifeline. Even as far as Grimdale? Oh. That's a I've only ever had old. one overnight in Grimdale. The evil nemesis of Farmerton, just yeah. over the brow. Yeah. I've only ever had one nightly dalliance there. The Shelbyville to our Springfield. Exactly. I, I can't imagine that I'd have been there feeling that at ease that I'd be playing Vita. And Grimdale's only got dial-up. I know. I've never been because Monty wouldn't let me go when I was a child. They don't like change. So 
than art. No, no, it's like going to the nineteen forties. It's not. It's not good, and their is lord's he? evil. Is he? Yeah, oh, he's evil. He's like the opposite of you. He's really kind. Well, he'd probably treat me a bit better. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I think that's enough rambles. Um, <coughs> let's get on with some news. George, what have we got coming up in the news? Oh, well, we've scoured the very darkest range of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, well, all sorts of news. Let me have a look at this. We have Scrapped. Scrapped. The only piece ever produced by Tom's fine hand, and uh, you'll see in the five seconds it takes It's wrote to... in italic ink. You've done your classic a thing. Quill. You've done your classic oh, right, thing right. of filling a page of A4 by writing, like, really large... That's just now I need to see Okay, it. set your timer. Battle <laughs> stations. Battlefield 2042 has sadly been delayed until the 19th of November 2021. The team at EA DICE cited the reasons sadly down to the global pandemic, although not a long delay. Thoughts to those who booked holiday for this already. <laughs> You'd be good, wouldn't you? <laughs> Who's done that already? Loads of people. You See, you need to get down with the <laughs> First person online people like, are popular. People like that I'm a recluse. Maybe that's why the Maybe you belong more in Grimdale, the, the no-change town. Do you think that we ought to look to replace me? No. I think we should. I think you and a co-host of your choice, someone, I don't know wow. who, I think I should quit. I think I'm bringing nothing but sadness to the show. Judy from Richard and Judy. No, I want Trisha. To, no, Tom. I want someone who's going to like screw it up and make me look good. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do we think to this news? <laughs> uh, yeah, inevitable. <coughs> We've been very quiet about it over the past few. weeks. Forgive my coughing, by the way. I haven't got the, the dreaded Rona. Well, maybe we don't believe it here in Farmington. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you're right. It's a big <laughs> myth. Perpetu- perpetuated by Grimdale. <laughs> in retaliation for the play never mentioned before but all of a sudden very high on the word count in the lore yeah. of the show okay so yeah Battlefield delay pretty sad but not so sad because it comes out a day before my birthday happy days I can finally afford it or someone else could afford it uh, keep yeah, I, looking I, I do I think there's obviously going to be a beta coming in between then so they can show what it actually I've got a very bad feeling though it's still going to be buggy at launch they want it out for Christmas. Maybe they're looking at November, late November, mid-November to think. They're going to need. They're going to need that out for Christmas. Listen, I know I poo-poo the online shooters, and do you know what? I know I'm in the minority. Uh, but Battlefield 2042, I was dubious about from the start because I don't like future war uh, games. But everyone in the Discord seemed very keen about the idea, so I'm in their hands really. If you and they say this is going to be great and you've all booked holiday, apologies to anyone, probably since the gamer who's booked a week off for this. Uh, if this is your cup of tea, you know, I'm, I'm I think it's going to be a lot of fun for people who enjoy online gaming. It's massive servers or like a lot of players, I think up to 120. I, I came at this from the angle of, and I know it doesn't matter for most of the people that play it, but there's no one, there's no single-player story in this one. No, that's a shame, because I think part of their, uh, the, part of the World War One segments were actually quite well done. Mm. I mean, it's certainly better than what's going on with COD. Well, ba- Battlefront, what is that? Like, Battlefront 2 had a good story as well. Like, really uh, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll just want to hear your take. Call of Duty Vanguard, what is that? An alternate take on World War Two. Why? What? What's the need? There's so many stories that could actually do a bit of research 
and uh, we had a comment about that the other week, didn't we? I just, um, I so many more options than going that way. It's like they're trying to appease the modern culture of like, well, why is that like that? Because that is factual history. If you don't like it, don't play it. There's so many other options out there as well. So why Thing is, though, to be honest, that? there's two angles. Yes, it is factual history. Absolutely right. Let's let's use there were no women in this particular battle in this particular part of World War Two. But it's a video game. I agree, like the multiplayer aspect. But if it's a video game, don't present it as factual. Yeah. Is Vanguard presented itself as factual or is it getting away with it with its alternative take on World yeah, War II? Yeah, it is. It's not trying to be factual, you're right. But it's just frustrating, I think, because you look at it and think it could be so much better. So much better. Yeah. But that's a personal take. It, it would be controversial, to, don't get me wrong, but maybe uh, Battlefield 1982, based on the Falklands, would be quite good. Yeah. Because they could probably, Falklands is probably small enough to recreate it exactly mile for mile, yard yeah. for yard. And it could be a persistent online battle royale. You on just that created map. a better idea in two minutes than. I just don't know. I don't, I don't there's know. the naval assets in play. There's the, there's the air assets in play. I don't and there's know the what goes on in, in like a meeting. I've no idea how to work in the game. What's cool? What what do kids it, think's cool? Exactly. Like some of the skins I've already seen for like these free guns you get if you pre-order. It's like, that is disgusting. Like, you know what's happening, don't you? awful. People like me who think they're cool and down with the kids are in a boardroom because that's how they're career has grown. They've got to the point in time where they're in charge, but they shouldn't be in charge. It's like <laughs> Ferrari owners, they're the sorts of people that have got the money to afford a Ferrari, but by that point in time in their lives, they're too old to drive it like they stole it. So <laughs> kids at 18, when they pass the test, should be given a Ferrari, and the old people should uh, be given okay. like a Fiesta 1.2, because that's what they're going to want. You know, that makes sense, right? Yeah. My analogy stands. Give me this next bit of news. Totally Japanese. Sega, what tune? Sega to announce new RPG at the Tokyo Game Show. Um, Yay! The Persona dev Atlas is also to feature, so maybe a bit of a. Could it be a new Yakuza? Could a it be Persona? a new Persona dancing game? <laughs> More than likely, will be that. Um, so tune in on the 30th of September, 10 pm Japanese time. So best make it the 1st of October, really. What do you think that might be? Persona dancing game? I think you'll stick with that. Yeah, I think that's what it'll be. I don't think we've had one for other... I don't think we've had a, a revisit you, you, dancing uh, game. You've Persona. enjoyed Persona dancing <coughs> in the past, haven't you? Yeah. 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 I've never dabbled in the dancing games, but I know that they're <laughs> they're, they're very popular. Well, they will be. Because uh, uh, the music's great, and, the, and obviously dancing games are eminently popular, even if you play them with a joypad, which is how most people play them. Um, but no dance man. I don't even know if you could uh, use a dance man on a modern game. Maybe you could just get a load of controllers and just slowly crush them. I've got actually. I've got a PS. I wonder if it work. I've got a PS2 USB dance mat. Have you? Would that work? I don't know. We've got. We've got. We've got a new. And and may I just say how you've changed. 
because we don't do rumours here on the Unofficial Controller Podcast. We don't do leaks <laughs> and we don't do speculation. But Tom version 2.0, goodness knows what his, his bones have been forged out of because we have a new section in the show and it's got its own theme tune. Tom's Gaming, Rumour of the Week. Tom's Gaming, Rumour of the Week. We don't do rumour and we don't do speculation. Pinula goes back. It's time to address the nation. Wow. Write that down, because next week I won't remember what it is. It'll have to be printed out every week for you to read. Or or we could crop it down and then play it every time as a soundbite like Sting. Oh, mate, that'd be classy. So just you never have to record that again. It's done. It's in the bag. Take that sound bite out. Imagine the preparation and production values that we employ. Imagine how much in my mind I want to do a good job. Imagine next week when this whole You'll section fails. You'll be able to pull fails. that out just like this. Pluck it out of the air like Minority Report. Put it in there. If <laughs> only editing the show was like Minority Report, I'd be in bed by oh, six. Now I've got rid of my UMD of the week um, already. What's your gaming rumour of the week anyway? Get this one. If this turns out to be true, it would be great. What so there's this? been a big leak this week. Loads of games revealed. Oh, yes. Some have yes. been said that they're speculative. So take with a slight grain of salt. Where is Maybe my salt? Three, three grains of salt from that jar. Take it, rub it on your I like the way that you created a currency for rumours and leaks many yeah, episodes three ago. three grains of salt for this Fine. one. Fine. Only three. Next gen Jurassic Park game. The Lost World is a first-person horror game. The two main enemies being the Velociraptor T-Rex. What do you think to that? Next gen only as well. Set an Isla Nuba. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. I am what struggling it, to how find the words. Good would that be if it was? And it's made by Sega. Huh. I mean, they did a great job with Colonel Marines. So, what can go wrong? On what? Colonel Marines. <laughs> Colonial Marines. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel. That's kind of like <coughs> it's where they go in your body through your lower <laughs> intestine into your colon. Okay, colon Leo. It may as well have been that because it was about as good as that would be. Uh, what do you think to that? Um. <sighs> I don't know. I'm a bit lukewarm. I don't know how good it could be. As you say, Sega involved. Unfortunately, it's not a high watermark of quality. (laughs) It's not. It's not. Look at the JP game on Mega Drive. What if it had like slightly Sega 90s, noughties, uh, Jurassic Park arcade style graphics? Well, like obviously modern day, but colourful. That would get lampooned. (laughs) <laughs> Probably so, but we're like. Mm, 
I don't think you would, unless it was dark, gritty, and rainy, and there were T Rex footsteps oh, in, mate, the in, mud, in, the in mud effects in ray traced, perfect ray traced lighting. Unless that happens with a VR option, you are writing to Sony to express your dissatisfaction. A Dilophosaurus coming up, spraying. I did oh, actually man. see that Dennis Nedry in the film actually cosplays all of the Goonies because he's got. Um, <laughs> Does he? Yeah, he's got chunk Does shirt really? on at the start. And oh, then he's yes. also wearing the yellow jacket that uh, uh, Mikey he, wears. Yeah, and he also yeah. has on, I think, mouse jacket as well. Not knowingly, but I saw a little meme the other day where someone was like, is he cosplaying the Goonies? That's really cool. What a great question. Bit of information. And let's face it, we more than likely did because... This There's sh- no way we missed anything this week. Okay, all right. Well, if we did, you've had an opinion or take on the news that we missed. Uh, Tom, tell the collected masses how they might get in touch with us. Well, just like this Peter Moore tattoo. GTA 4? <laughs> That's aged no. badly. Questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. That's our email. Nobody ever messages on that. But please do. No. Please do. Doogie does. Does he? Mm. Excellent. Well, that's one person contributing to He them. understands, he listens, he digests, he, he takes it on board. Okay. Where else do we want them to go? We want them to go to the Discord. We do want them to go there. We want you all to go there. You had a beg prep. Why don't you do it now? I can't remember that now. Oh. at the moment. What do we want them to do? Let's give them something heartfelt, because I just don't feel like we're grinding out the numbers like we used to. We're just doing mediocre numbers now. What? Maybe because it's I'm here now. Brought it down to my low standard. No, I, I think there's been one consistent on this show, and it's been me. Consistently bad. Mm. <laughs> Don't do yourself. Please. No, I'm I I'm I'm the black canvas which who stars shine. Who should we get to target? On. Who who should we get into T eight hundred? We want these people. We want these people to be persecuted. We want you to go out and viciously attack people until blood is spilt. Until their family are listening to the show and they're subscribing. Maybe they could hound, hound not- Corey Balrog from uh, Santa Monica Studios. That's a good one. That's better than my murder, death, kill solution. Okay. Everyone, no, let's go after Jeff Keighley again. He's been the no, target. No, yeah. No. He's, he's too busy prepping uh, game of the year. So we're going after It's Corey. not like Corey's got anything to do. Like a, Right, a so we want everyone on the show to go on Twitter and Instagram, message him about the show, this show, tell him how great it is and why he And we, we just love him to come on and just, we don't want to know what he's doing. We're not, we're not like trying to dig up like, and, and bait him into talking about a new game. Just want to talk about his time on God of War or his time at the studio. I want to ask him what his hobbies are. Yeah, just just chit chat. I thought we were trying to push the show, but you want to get Corey Barrog on. That would escalate the show. No, to no, no. Big time. I tell you who we want on. Forget Corey. Him. No, okay. Let's stick with this. Stick with this. It's not Corey Barrog. It's Cliffy B. No. Yes. Message Cliffy B is still a gamer. He's still in the industry. We want to talk to him. He's out in the industry. This is the time. We need him to push the show. Tell him about he the won't show. Want get to come him back in. He will. Okay. He will. I think once he hears us, he'll believe it. CB or CB, Corey Balrog or Cliffy B, you choose. Perfect. You're going to confuse him. Don't worry about it. CB, keep it. If we get any response from that, it will be a miracle. I'm hoping... Maybe he's listening now. Do you know what? I'm hoping CB User Magazine for all radio enthusiasts available for six ninety nine <laughs> from your local news agents. That's a 10-4 rubber duck. 
I'm hoping they're going to get in touch. Oh, mate. Hey, prayer dog. Uh, call me Plant Pot. Right. I think that's the news done. So that's the scripts. Um, this is a very rare edition of the script, which we'll keep. Maybe you your... could get that signed. I think that would be a little excessive. But hey, here we are. Anyway, we're last week. No, what do you. No, before we get to the feature, you need to tell the fans what we're doing next week. Is it the controller episode? Because if it is, tell them about it. Yeah, so we had some good response to the te- the sort of bringing you the best TVs to look at for any budget. Yes. We've had another show on sound systems. Correct. We're going to do one on controllers. Uh, we're going to bring you lots of information about what controllers are out there, uh, the best price range, the best features of those controllers, even the unofficial ones. We're almost too slick for our own good. And that we want, was, and we want to hear right. your opinions on the controllers that you're using. That'd be great. So, yeah. And, and is there a standout controller from the past that you were awesome on that is your, like, best ever controller you've ever used? The one you feel like you were god-tier gaming. That was your Excalibur controller. Yeah. Mine was probably the GameCube. Felt like a... So we want to hear from you if you've got a memory of a controller, skill. memory of a controller from the past, and then obviously any thoughts on the pro controllers or whatever you're using now, and we will go off and, and gather we're together do a the top three on the uh, best ones for your budgets. I think you should lead with that show. I think not because I will be busy. Me, the avid pro I'll controller do a user. Bit of research, I'll try. Point me in the right direction at the very least, because if unless it's the came with the console, with great power, your lordship comes great responsibility. Well, what I would say is, you had the As power. You, you had the power of mounting the mic, and oh dear, oh dear. it's the bottom lever you this need. It's like the bottom lever. It's the bottom lever you need to turn. <laughs> the bottom lever is the one you need to turn. <laughs> Righty like... tighty, lefty loosey, Tom Tom, oh, come on. Dear. <laughs> This is why we are Cliffy B and Corey Barrog's favourite podcast. Can you imagine if they're on a Zoom call with us and this is just going on in the background? Well, I think that's what they came for. Mate, this is taking a very... This studio was set up by the 6th Duke in 1842. That's it, give them some trivia, keep them busy. In 1842, it was a very cutting-edge... Okay, I tell you what, why why send the boy to do a man's job? Okay, it's lefty loosey, righty tighty. You obviously don't know your left from your right, so neither do I. Okay, here we go. It's all part of the all part of the show. Without this, we would be slick. With comedy that, you lose we the comedy. Lose the comedy. Yeah, yeah, we would. So, you know, we do a script. It's slapstick. It's more than most. What we could do is drink a couple of beers and laugh down the mic for two hours. What's what 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 could be better? Well, than that? I think there's plenty of those sort of shows. <clears throat> anyway, they came here for the PlayStation Showcase, September 2021. There was a showcase. We're going to talk you through the reveals. We're not going to do them in the order they're in. We're going to do them based on our excitement levels in our lower bodies. We got in touch with you guys and asked for your thoughts. We're going to post them at the end. We're going to rip through the showcases we saw it and then we'll run through your comments and then for those that don't know the flow of the show stingray will be here oh yeah oh the main man anyway in list of excitement i would say 
Marvel's Spider-Man 2, most inevitable sequel in history. It's now been confirmed. Uh, Insomniac Games has returned into the Spider-Universe. Obviously, it's after the events of Mars Morales, Peter and Miles are now working together, as was telegraphed in the previous uh, one and a half games. And it looks as though the duel will be facing off against one of the hero's most iconic villains, Venom. The only downside is that the game is a while away, penciled in for 2023, exclusively for the PS5. That looked good, considering it was running in-engine, apparently. Mate, I, I didn't think... I wasn't wasn't until I was talking to a friend at work about it the next day that it was like, yeah, it's good for in-game, wasn't it? I was like, what do you mean in-game? It was a CGI trailer. I rewind the trailer and see the captured in-game footage. That looks fantastic. Mm. Also, I think Venom's going to be more of a third-playable character because the way he talks is like... Um, it's like the hunter-villain... Is talking and then he goes, "We will like give you a test to finally like meet someone who can give you a challenge." So I think he'll be a third playable character. I think he might be a bit sort of goody buddy, goody buddy, sort of up in the air. Okay, um, but following on from the first game, the high potential is that is Harry Osborn as Venom because that, that, he's in the tube, isn't he? That could be interesting. The, uh, is it the symbiote? Yes. Not, I don't want to affect well, comic book people, but. Hopefully that's right. One of the more exciting things that Insomniac Games is yes. involved in is that uh, obviously they're the studio behind Marvel's Spider-Man, but they're making a new game based on Wolverine, titled Marvel's Wolverine. It's been announced for PlayStation 5. Um, but we all have to go. All we have to go on is the hype as hell teaser trailer, um, and that's all we got. What What did you think that was when it started playing? I wondered if it was going to be... Because it came before the Spider-Man Exactly. Well, I, I was thinking... I was hoping... I, before the Spider-Man trailer was revealed and it came up and it said Marvel, Insomniac, I was like, oh, I was really hoping that they would rest Spider-Man because I feel the need to. I think there's a big enough gap now for that to... Uh, oh, when that comes out, there will have been. Yes. But yeah, yeah, when that was being announced, I was like, oh, no too soon it's yeah. too soon yeah. and then it was wolverine i was like oh brilliant they are gonna rest it so they're gonna yeah. do something different they're gonna yeah. rest spider-man and then boom spider-man 2 is announced i'm like well i'm excited but you've ooh. got to respect that studio for its amount of work we've had ratchet and clank uh, and miles morales well i i think that based on the speed of turnaround and the graphical quality and assets that we saw in ratchet and clank that wolverine will be out in no short space it will be in a very short space of time I don't think it'll be next year. I think, well, I think it'll I think be after Spider-Man. Well, too. even if it is, it doesn't have to be a long game. Like Ratchet and Clank was in the Mars Morales type. A little bit of tidbit information. Um, it's oh, the large voice actor said it was large. large in scope and darker in tone. Um, I didn't know what it was at all when I watched the teaser um, until you saw his sort of blooded knuckles on the bar. I was like, oh, why didn't I think of that? It's Wolverine. And then... It was like, oh, maybe they're going to incorporate the X-Men into the Spider-Man universe. And then it just said Marvel's Wolverine or in some of that game's Wolverine. That is a great character to do in a video game. I've not, I've not played Wolverine Origins or what it was, but I've heard people actually say it's quite good. Mm. Um, maybe that's something you could play in the Discord group. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. 
Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Yeah, we could, couldn't we? Yeah. Um, see what I can, see what formats it's on. Um, anyway, uh, what next, mate? Uh, God of War Ragnarok, as we know, is real, and it looks like another epic adventure for our beloved ghost of Sparta. However, it sounds as though it could be his last, at least in the realm of Norse mythology. Yeah. Speaking during the PlayStation Showcase post-show interview, Eric Williams, director of the sequels, asked if Ragnarok, the cataclysmic battle that signals the end of the world, will happen within the game. You can't call the game God of War Ragnarok and not have Ragnarok happen in the game, Williams said. What he says next is very interesting. He says it's going to happen. We're going to cap off the North series with it. So this seems to be the second and final Norse game in the God of War series. Uh, we're sure many were expecting a trilogy, but Santa Monica Studios looks to be calling it a day after Ragnarok. Now, I I I wonder if that's because that's it really covered off on the PS4. Like, yes, it looks okay for a PS5 game, and and what we saw the footage was 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 very wonderful. But I wonder if they're gonna when they do the a proper standalone PS5 game, whether it will be maybe Egypt next or because obviously in God of War 2018, there were bits that spoiled well, where it could go. It's to go. do with Tyr, isn't it? Who was featured in the trailer, the new trailer, Ragnarok. Uh, Tyr is the Norse God of War. I did find it interesting what someone said about his face shape and he's, he's got the, the blue instead of the red on his head. Very Kratos-like. Maybe there's something there. Um, I found it very strange that they're going to wrap it up in this one. I believed it to be it was going to be a full trilogy. I thought maybe Thor in this one, Odin in the last one. Uh, but yeah, to it, it sounds like that forty-hour runtime is going to be true for him to fit everything in. There's a lot of stuff to. You've got Freya who's going to be trying to hunt them down after what happened at the end of God of War 2018. Uh, the you're going to get to visit all nine realms this time. They look a lot more expanded as well in size and, and sort of scope of where you can go and what you can do. I, well, I mean, it looks great. Atreus is older, obviously. Atreus older, um, obviously going to have some new features to the combat. Um, um, well, PlayStation blog also confirmed that we'll be visiting all nine realms in yeah. the title. In 2018's game, we visited three, uh, or three of the realms were sealed off. This is why I feel like it's coming out in quite a quick time and they're feeling very confident about it because I felt like what we saw in the trailer was felt like we were retreading a lot of assets. Some of it didn't look exactly new. No, I think And we are going to re-explore a... those realms that we've been in. I yeah, think we'll I've go got, back. I've not got a problem with that because sometimes it's, it's difficult with a sequel set in the same world because how do you make it feel different enough? And I felt... Miles Morales did that well in the change of like the more personal small story. This is obviously going to try and do it with new areas in those old realms and, and some yeah. fully new realms to visit. Like well, the there's one, yeah, there's the uh, jungle, uh, subterranean mining networks as well. So there's, there's loads of there's going to be loads of cool stuff to look at. You weren't a massive fan of the first one. Do you think oh, the PS4 have, one? Yeah, I just felt it missed some of the visceral just. I don't care, just whack the button, fun of the, you know, there was still skill involved the in the The is original. pretty hard in the new one, I will admit. Like, it, it, it's one well, of it is until you get the chains, and then it feels more of a traditional God of War game. Yeah, I must admit, 
my mate message was like, I'm just going to dig up the realm, remains of my past. What does that mean? I was like, you'll see. And then you come out of the house and you're just decimating those enemies who aren't vulnerable to the axe. And you're like, yeah. Felt oh, good. Boy. Yeah. Um, I, I think, do you think we'll see that full, I hate saying winter next year? Yeah, I think so. I think based on it being like an up-res version of the 2018 game. It, Considering how much gameplay we saw, I think that's further along than we probably think. I think so. But it's then again, it looked it. further along last year or last time, and it, you know, it ended up being put assembled oh, really true. in the yeah, last month, the, wasn't uh, it? I think it's twenty six. Um, saw a little bit of Gran Turismo Seven releasing wow. for the PS Five, PS Four, March twenty twenty two. Um, confirmed as part of the post-show during the actual PlayStation Showcase developer Polyphony Digital shared an incredibly flashy trailer in the way the only way that the team could, full of cars and racing, and GT7 is six months, roughly six months away. Yeah, we've got a... That felt a like a recreation though. of trailers and bits and bobs I'd seen in, in, in older games. It was nostalgia to the old ones I read. And yeah. the menus look like a real nod to the um, older games and the way it looked, and I get a really good vibe from that. It looks great. That trailer I thought was really well done. I love the music. It's mm. almost like a Halloweeny uh, horror film yeah. intro. Looks fantastic. I like the idea that going back to um, have like a bit more of a proper campaign, which apparently has to be online. Uh, well, the only thing I would say about apparently. that is, if you go put in GT Sport now, there's everything you could ever dream of. Yeah. So. They were saying it's to stop cheating or whatever. I don't know how quite how that works, but anyway, um, looks great. I'll definitely pick that up. I think. Yeah. Talk about prophesizing the future. Last week, I was playing around with Lost Legacy. Well, Uncharted Leg- Legacy of Thieves Collection has been announced for PlayStation Five and PC, and includes Uncharted Four: Thieves End and the incredible Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, both remastered. Looking lovely. It's set for release in early 2022. However, the PC version, which is being ported by Iron Galaxy, is apparently launched a little bit later than its PS5 counterpart. Uh, do we need that on PS5? I think it was just a bit of a filler. Um, I'm surprised because it didn't pan out how I thought the actual show would. If that If that collection had included a port to the PC... Of Uncharted one, two, three, four, and Lost Legacy, and was in a nice collector set for the PlayStation Five owners as well, where it brought yeah. everything together in one set finally at one time, yeah, and maybe even nice. ported the Vita version because at the minute that's a great game trapped on a dead handheld yeah. that fans would love to play. It's fully voiced. Come on, do something with that. That I would don't have think been it's a what real people expected from Naughty Dog, was it? It's, no. a, it's PlayStation's big showcase. I expected something on Last of Us, maybe or maybe the new IP they're working on. I just well, maybe maybe an announcement about the multiplayer of Last of Us would have been a better thing. Rumour is that's going to happen on Last of Us Day, which is sometime at the end of this month. They were saving it for that. I have found this showcase hammers that home as well, that gaming news is starting to be drip-fed a lot more. Mm. I don't know where that's because of... Um, <coughs> the pandemic and they wanted to space stuff out so they keep the hype. I think they're they're probably now because people are working more remotely, they're probably more able to control the flow of news. Yeah, more than likely. Um, I think 
Because it, it had, I would say, gaming journalism prior to and, and into some of Corona, really, had been getting quite insidious, really, hadn't it? Mm. It was all getting very leaks, rumours, stories were getting pulled early and that games were getting announced. And Well, it's certainly like Last of Us 2, a lot of that got leaked. Um, it's a shame when big leaks happen. And it like, drives clicks. Yeah. But it's not right. And you know, I I just wanted the showcase to be a la- little bit more. I I don't think it was bad. I think it was a good showcase. I'm not going to knock it. The last ten minutes really sort of took it to a, a better level with all the first party stuff. I, I will tell you now. Until that last part, I was bored. I agree a bit. I was like, come on, because I thought they'd put in like a first party one, then some third party stuff. Another first well, when it got when it got it. right to the end and we hadn't seen anything first party, I was like. They're gonna get, they'll get annihilated for this, yeah. and right and rightly so. To be fair, because all we've seen is Death Loop, and we've seen so much Death Loop. I'm sick of Death Loop. I hate panning that because it turns out now that it's meant. To it's be a really great game, good, but but it's been over advertised. Yeah, I think so. Even even if it's one of the best games of the year and it wins Game of the Year, way three minute trailer in a showcase that's looking at the future, future. of the games, and you kind of like you've done enough on it. People who want it will buy it. People who don't won't. I mean, that takes us on. No, before we get to that one, before we get the real knives and daggers out, let's look at how they kicked off the show because I think that one is actually quite exciting. Star Wars? Yeah, the Lucasfilm thing come up and we were like, oh, I thought Jedi Fallen Order 2. What were your first thoughts? I wasn't sure. I don't know what to expect. I, I was like, oh, something That's new. That's when shows I find the most exciting. A bit like when the Insomniac and the Marvel Well, well let, let's tell them what we're talking about. So yeah. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake has been announced for PlayStation 5. I find this very... I, I had an original Xbox at the time, and I had this game when it launched. It was an Xbox exclusive, PC exclusive. Yeah. Always felt like it would be. Now it's being remastered for PlayStation 5. What the hell? Anyway, it's been developed by Aspire Media, which uh, has been doing work on remasters of various Star Wars titles for the past few years. The extremely quick trailer confirming the news features Darth Revan igniting the lightsaber, and that's pretty much it. No date was attached, uh, but we do know it'd be a PS5 console exclusive at launch with Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake. Our hope is to give both the series newcomers and long-term fans an experience that can live alongside the very best modern releases. We're rebuilding it from the ground up with the latest tech to match the groundbreaking standard of innovation established by the original, all while staying true to its revered story, said Ryan Treadwell of Aspire Media. <coughs> mm. A bit concerning we didn't see any actual gameplay show, and PS5 exclusive means it's going to be a year, two years off, nothing more, especially if they're not going to do a PS4 version, because that seems to be the trend for next year. Yeah. Just probably make next year the last cross-gen yeah, for first party stuff especially. I mean, it's exciting that the game's going to get to be enjoyed by Phenomenal modern, game, modern audiences. But I kind of think I've played it once. It's going to have to be one hell of a. I, t- I tell, I tell you what, you, I don't think you would stomach it. I think you would struggle with the original Mass Effect. I think that uh, one version behind of the engine, which is Star Wars: Knights of the Republic, is, is two versions behind because obviously our Jade of Empire yeah. brought some. The second one and Jade of Empire brought some innovations to the controls and the way the games work, the game works, and that improved it. So I think going back to that without 
remaking it. I think that's why they've had to, because I think some of the other things that Aspire Media have done, they've just kind of jazzed them up and ported them over. Nothing real fancy. Yeah, they did Republic Command. Whereas this one's standing out to me as being, they're, they're recruiting I, new I people want, yeah. and they want it to be very special. So we'll see. I want a full like Resident Evil Two remake like level. Where I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's way too big a game for that. You reckon? Mm, I do. Well, time will tell. Yeah. But time to bring out your pitchforks. Well, finally a first look at Grand Theft Auto V and GTA Online running on PlayStation 5. Rockstar's been keeping this one close to its chest, and that's because it's been delayed. It'll now release in March 2022 on Sony's next-gen console, as opposed to November, as originally planned. The trailer reveals improvement, well, alleged improvements, to gameplay loading and visual fidelity. It certainly looks visibly superior to the existing PS4 version. Although perhaps it isn't the massive leap many of us expected. Not at all, Tom. Um, Just let it die. <coughs> I was actually a little bit excited about this when they did it at the last showcase, thinking that'll be quite a good filler for Christmas, especially if they haven't got much coming out. And it's delayed. How do you delay a game that old when... You do, I mean... How do they, you delay a be, game that old that looks no better? They must be putting something in the campaign. I don't understand. I wondered if it was going to... Very close to launch, we might find out that it supports PSVR or something. Possibly, because there's some noise about Gran Turismo. Uh, Does it use VR? And the developers said, "Mm, can't say yet, and it launches in March. Maybe we're going to see some stuff in March about PSVR 2. That's just no idea, rumour, but... Anyway, GTA, just give us a new one. Yeah. Get shot. Um, so we'll brush that one under the carpet. Yeah. Who'd have thought Grand Theft Auto? News, new of, and, and, new Grand Theft Auto yeah. news being swept under the carpet. And Rockstar as a studio. Just sadly, I don't know what's going on there, but... Money talks. Money talks. Yeah. Dirty cash, you want you. Dirty cash, you <laughs> need you. Whoa. I think that probably sums that one up. It uh, does. Amy well. Hennig, the wonderful Amy Hennig of Uncharted fame. Um, she's had a rough deal since. Do you know Legion. who she plays in? She's the writer. Oh, is she? And director of the series, Amy Hennig. She also wrote and directed Legacy, Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver on the PS1 and Dreamcast. Uh, and she left Uncharted. She left Naughty Dog. Um, think she was involved in writing some of uncharted 4 but then when she left they had to rewrite it and pretty much redo the whole game she left to go to do the ea star wars game that was going to be that you that i think fallen order used assets from in the end but that was think it was like 1818 or star wars so whatever it was called got canned um was going to be her baby anyway the aforementioned Amy Hennig of Uncharted fame is part of an all-star writing cast on PlayStation 5 console exclusive for Spoken, which is interesting because a lot of Twitter messages flying during the Twitter titles PlayStation Showcase trailer were blaming the dialogue on bad Japanese translations. Gary Witter, who penned Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and is obviously on uh, Friends, the kind of funny show. He's often on there as a guest co-host. Is also involved along with actor Todd Stashwick and Alison Reimer. So some real um, Gary Witter also writes uh, has written episodes of Star Wars Rebels. Oh, okay. Question for you: When yeah. you moved into the wing of the Consulbury Manor, 
you were offloading some of your worldly goods. And one of the things you offloaded was um, the first season of Star Wars Rebels on Blu-ray. Clone Wars. No, it was, you had Rebels as well. And I'll go get it for you. This another is item I don't remember. Another owning. item you don't remember owning. And as I picked it up, I and I've I've been meaning to talk to you about this. As I picked it up, I thought to myself, why would Tom? Why would Tom buy this? And I sat back and mused for a while, and I thought, this smacks of the sort of purchase someone would make if they'd been playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> Wanted to get a little bit of the Star Wars vibe. Did a very little bit of slapdash research and found out this was a story going from planet to planet of this young Jedi who was being sort of trained. And I thought to myself, mm, this is why Tom bought Star Wars Rebels. You know me so well. I do. I'm very excited for this Spoken Game. I thought it looked great in the trailer. Yeah. Um, remind me a little bit graphically of Final Fantasy XV, which obviously is coming from the same studio. Yeah, I thought... Yeah, agree. The world looks similar. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's it looked vastly superior graphically because of, of the new tech. But, yeah, I'm excited for that one. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah. Uh, it's likely to be the very last original title out of Bethesda <laughs> to hit PlayStation consoles, so it's a good job it looks fairly good. The game from Tango Games Work has been handed a release window of spring 2022, and it looks pretty interesting based yeah. on the gameplay shared in the showcase. Tokyo is overrun by deadly supernatural forces perpetrated by dangerous occultists known as Hanya, causing Tokyo's population to vanish in an instant. Ally with a powerful spectral entity on the quest for vengeance and master a powerful arsenal of abilities to unravel the dark truth behind their disappearance as you face the unknown. Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, I reckon I'd probably pick that up, pending on reviews, a bit like uh, Deathloop. Yeah, I thought it looked... Uh, I liked the fact that the visuals looked very Yakuza-esque. They very much captured the light that I associate with the streets, night streets of Tokyo from that yeah. game. So, you know, and the puddles and the reflections, I was like, yes, yeah, this, this is... The first-person perspective might be a bit strange, but... We've seen it work before when well, it, you wouldn't think so. But. Yeah, exactly. I think we just need to... With yeah. a lot of these games, we still don't know anything about them and they're yeah. still so far off. It's hard for us to... I'd feel bad, like, although we let loose on GTA, I would feel bad to anyone who has to put one of these shows together, be it a third party or one of the one of the main devs, Cindy or um, Nintendo or Sony or Xbox. It's hard to match people's expectations because they're always so high, you know, going the, into yeah, this. The, I will admit last week I was really hyped and it came round and the, these sort of like gaming YouTubers and, and so-called insiders who, who have supposed knowledge, they don't do these shows any favours. They were like, I remember reading one saying, don't worry, this one you need to get hyped for, blah, blah, blah. I know it's just them trying to get clicks, but... They're not. They've not done it a big favour there. They, people's then brain, like mine, just go, "Wow, we're going to see everything. We're going to see um, Silent Hill." I know, but how do you? Remake, but that's the problem. Uh, that Bloodborne Two, uh, new Naughty Dog game. There was so much that wasn't there. But when you actually stop and look, what was there? You are like, yeah, there's some pretty good stuff coming out next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I sometimes think, as obviously we do a show about gaming, and obviously um, people who 
listen to the Discord, comment in the Discord and get involved with the community and everything. They're all what I would call involved gamers. They know enough about the industry. But there's there's loads of gamers out there who will have watched that showcase who maybe don't go on gaming news yeah. sites every day to gather news for shows who were like completely blown away and didn't know anything about this. I say I'm sick of seeing Deathloop. Maybe they didn't see the previous two showcases, sat down and was like, what's this? What, this is out next week? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think we're spoiled, as we've said before, with how much uh, information and leaks, rumours, news is at our fingertips. And we tend to overindulge, especially like the hardcore gamers. Big time. I know and, I and we, we, Yeah, I'm the same, mate. I'm a, I'm a victim of that. Not a victim. I'm a victim yeah. myself. But it's like I'd love to just some, sometimes watch something like that and go, I've not really kept track of the news for the past six months. I'm going to sit down and watch this. I don't know what's going to be here. Mm. Imagine how hyped you would have been probably for, for some of those first party games at the end, not knowing they even existed. I know, I was thinking, yeah, that would have been... Anyway, we've had that discussion uh, Project before. Eve, now... That looked great. Someone needs to write in, I'm sure I've got or played or seen Project yeah, Eve before, I, so on PlayStation I, 2, I think. it was revealed a while back, the name and a very brief teaser. I feel like I've seen Project Eve before. Anyway, I'm probably having one of those moments. It's the... First console game from Korean developer Shift Up Corp, and it's coming to PlayStation 5. Developer uh, showcased that for over four minutes of frantic footage during Sony's PlayStation Showcase, and it looks good. Uh, it's uh, I, I didn't know what it was for a little while, trying to work out who made it. Uh, and uh, it's, it's a Devil May Cry-style game with flashy female protagonist and some gruesome antagonists, and it's not too distant future. Mankind is expelled from Earth after losing the battle against the invaders called the Natives to win back Earth. The player becomes Eve, the survivor of the paratrooper squad. Uh, deployed from the colony, you must fight through powerful enemies new comrades. PlayStation blog explains. Uh, it sounds like you can expect all the staples of a big budget character action, dual sense support, skill tree, deeper systems, uh, yada yada, you know all that stuff. Uh, you can look forward to finding stylish costumes through the game to change Eve's look. There's no release date yet, but... Uh, I think you're a fan of those kind of games, Tom. You're in for that. Yeah, uh, look, Bayonetta. I was going to say it looks Chain. like Bayonetta and Devil May Cry and Astral, Astral Chain, Chain as yeah. an example came together, had a baby, and, and spat out Project it, Eve. Considering that was near the start of the show, I was really impressed with that. I thought, yeah, it's it's very a bit very Japanese at the start, and and the sort of jiggly physics and all the usual um, stuff you get with that. But I thought that looked great. I hope it plays as good as it looks. Um, yeah, excited for that. Question for you: Have yes. you ever wished? Free-to-play Battle Royale games had much more vampires and blood-sucking in them. No, so well, we can move on. Don't worry. Because <laughs> Blood Hunt 2 fills the unusual niche when it arrives on PlayStation 5, set within the world of Vampire the Masquerade. The franchise just keeps on spitting out games. The multiplayer game gives you the supernatural vampiric abilities across multiple classes, as well as guns, of course. It looks like you need take back unique take on Battle Royale, and the gameplay looks pretty exciting. You're able to dash about, jump really high, and bite next to your heart's content. Games due out on PS5 sometime in 2021. I thought that would appeal to you with it being like a darker version, bigger boys. You know, I'm wearing underarm deodorant now. Don't talk to me if you don't because Lynx you're just... Africa. A, exactly. I'll douse my rather cheesy smelling pits in this Lynx Africa rather than wash because I've got games to play. I thought that <laughs> might appeal to you in a bigger boy Overwatch way. Um, it looked all right, yeah. I play 18s now. I hear the word Battle Royale and then multiplayer and free to play and my... Attention just goes to zero. 
Okay. There's just so much of it. Like you go on the store and it's like free to play, free to play. That's great. A lot of the time it's Rammel. Um, it is Rammel. And he wants you to buy the new hat, skin and yeah. coat. Well, here's a game that's probably going to stick Rammel up your back passage as well. It's Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Following its announcement earlier this year, Gearbox has dated the game for the 25th of March 2022. On PS5 and PS4, a truly bombastic trailer accompanied the news with the gameplay showcased over a popular Japanese pop song. The... the um... They did Borderlands, which is very popular with a lot of people, and it kind of looked like a medieval, obviously with a weird spin on it. Mm, um, yeah, I'll give you that. I can see people who will like that, and it, it did look quite well made and um, impressive from what we saw, but probably not my cup of tea. Uh, just before we move on to the comments, obviously the show kicked off with like a, a weird sort of little movie mm, that we saw. Mm. It was a bit hipster. I thought it was um, a bit indulgent. Yeah, but some little Easter eggs for the fans. Various icons of gaming uh, sort of logos have been spotted throughout the trailer, including Resident Evil 4, Sly Cooper, uh, Final Fantasy 15. There's a few others in there that um, I can't quite remember, but it's worth sort of having a look at that if you those Games, uh, points well, they ought to bring reveals oh, for, right. uh, for well, those. Sly Cooper would be great if they just I remastered think, it. I um, think that studio who did go, uh, Sucker Punch are big enough to probably do both Ghost of Sushi and Sequel and probably a small Sly Cooper game. I think we could just give it to Blue Point. Yeah, that's another um, what, whatever they're working on. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather see them probably tackle Metal Gear. Well, one, guess but. what? Sun's been in touch. Um, you know him as Ginger's Game Room. He's not my actual son. I'm the sort of co-host on a show like this. No, I'm the sort of co-host. I'm the sort of co-host on a show like this that adopts adopts people. All right, that's how kind I am. Not you, Ginger's Games Room. Okay. Anyway, he says it was absolutely sensational. Calm down. God of War Ragnarok was absolutely a standout for me. Spider Man Two was a beautiful surprise, and GT Seven looks ace. Which one would you like for Christmas, son? I'll make it happen. I'll Next get, Christmas, no, yeah. no, I've got the money. Oh, the yeah, I've contacts. got the contacts. You don't have a podcast and scratch your own back, do you? Does that make sense? No. You don't have a dog and bark your own podcast. Yes. That's what I was thinking. The sixteen-bit prick. Honestly, oh, cannot wait for GTA Five. How they managed to get this across three consoles <laughs> and they all look exactly the same is absolutely mind blowing. Rockstar really know how to treat their fans. Now I can complete it for the third time, but with just a different controller. Dose of salt. Well, he's not wrong, though, with that. Uh, Lord Gamer Thomas. Lord Thomas <laughs> of Retro Gamer. It's been in touch. Um, he says, fantastic show from Sony. As, as always, they're delivering the game. Some brilliant surprises with Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine from Insomniac. are absolutely flawless at the in. Plus, I know uh, Sony gets grief for the third-person story genre. Well, we've we've raised it at least once. <laughs> but, yeah, but I think they answered this with a bit of everything. The Knights of the Old Re- <coughs> But every single one that's come up, even though I'm like, oh, I've enjoyed it. So it's hard to kick them too Oh, hard. yeah, 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 yeah. But they need to change it up, and I think they're trying to this gen, but I don't know whether... I want to see an FPS, a real-time strategy. Why do you need an FPS? Just made by their first-party studio, just to see what they could do different. Oh, I've got enough of them, pal. I might as well do a Battle Royale game, a Royale <laughs> game while they're at if you want doing that. Anyway, he says, but I thought 
They answered this with a bit of everything. The Knights of the Old Republic remake is fantastic and something I'm very surprised Microsoft hasn't done, especially being an exclusive. This is what I'm saying for the OG Xbox originally. Full Spoken really intrigued me, looked really good. Alan Wake, we forgot that, um, but it was announced the earlier last episode in the news on PS5 was another surprise. You've not been listening to the news. Have you Retro Gamer Thomas in your favourite podcast? Uh, anyway, <laughs> got a little bit distracted there. Uh, where did we get to? Really intrigued. Alan Wake, GT7 looks fantastic. Single mode, mate, single player mode, make a return. It's a must for me. He says Project Eve looked like a next gen bayonetta. Sure, Project Eve. Someone come back to me on that. Gorgeous graphics and gameplay look brilliant. Ghostwire Tokyo looks strange and creepy, but different and interesting. Tiny Tina looked funny and an interesting take on an FPS. Cheer looked a very cute Breath of the Wild oh, clone. Yeah, and looked fun. We missed that from the. The list of games. I got a war Ragnarok look big budget and be awesome to see where the relationship goes. Definitely, that's going to be a very strained relationship. Um, those are the games I'm interested in. And overall, I thought it was top draw from Sony with something for everyone, a jam packed with the big titles. Now, time to get saving. Heart eyes emoji, cash money emoji, controller emoji. Mucho, mucho bonzo. The gaming gram. I didn't get round to watching the show, but I certainly saw that Spider Man 2 trailer. 2023 cannot come soon enough, having just beaten Mars Morales. No, listen, on this show, we oh, describe right. the emojis. Sweaty emoji. <laughs> I'm very excited to see what happens next. Obviously, Venom was shown in the trailer, but I'm hoping we'll get Green Goblin appearance finally. Yeah. I think probably so, yeah. Uh, someone else who's been in touch? <laughs> I'll do this one. Oh, you absolutely <laughs> Batmore. As someone who has only recently dipped their toes into the PlayStation waters... Me, God of War, Ragnarok looks like the most interesting. However, I need to actually start the first one. This epic tome of <clears throat> writing to you. See, Pliskin's been in touch. Of course he has. He's not really got much to say on the subject, but he says, <laughs> a bit late, admittedly, but college takes priority for now, folks. I was really looking forward to this event ever since I heard rumblings of a summer PlayStation event as far back as July. So having an excuse to eat Subway cookies with decaf tea on a weekday, uh, while taking my gaming bros over Discord, was perfect for me. What Discord are you on, you snivelling little rat of a man, if you're not on ours? Oh, I'm too busy. I'm, 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 my fans await. Your fans await. If you're not on there by next week, tongue out emojis. We are never. He's mugging you off, mate. We are never reading another one of your comments, no matter how good they are. And this is going to be good. So if you don't get on the Discord in a week, I will ban you from the show. I'm going to do that. Chop, tombstone, hands on chest. One, two, three. Lightning out. strikes down your extended purple yeah. gloved hand. This might be your last ever comment unless you drag yourself in our Discord. And you know how to do it. And what did I think of it overall? It was gratuitous drumroll, please. It was fine. Yeah, just fine, honestly. Well, if we're talking the last half, that is. For the first half, we got the confirmation of a remake of Knights of the Old Republic in the works, which I think uh, was announced or at least teased back in March. It was rumoured, yeah. <clears throat> a bunch of smaller stuff that I cannot really remember. Okay, that's a little harsh, but uh, seeing a new trailer for Deathloop, a game that already had its main draw established when it was first announced in 2019. Project Eve, a ludicrous hack and slash, as to be expected from the Asian-originated hack and slash games. And a trailer for Grand Theft Auto 5 and PlayStation 5, which, get this, is Grand Theft Auto and PlayStation 5 
screaming with a blue head mouth open emoji. That's sarcasm, just in case you couldn't tell. But what about the second half, you say? The one where God of War Ragnarok was finally unveiled, the one where we got a new trailer and eventual release date for Gran Turismo 7 this March, the one where Insomniac Games announced Marvel's Spider-Man 2 and Marvel's Wolverine almost simultaneously. Yeah, I like that part. And again, while I enjoyed the second half, when I remember I had to trudge through the opening 20 minutes of games I already knew about, it's a feeling uh, acquainted with being given the greatest slap of steak in existence, Irish beef, naturally. <laughs> it's always on point, which is going to make it very difficult for me to ban you. But I will bring down the ban hammer hard on you. Uh, but it's covered in the most dense and biggest pile of Brussels sprouts known to man. I think I probably interrupted your punchline, but I'm not even bothered at this point. But yeah, the last half was still very good. God of War in particular looks like it's naturally building up from the right threads from the previous title. And the fact that Atreus' original voice actor has grown up with his character is something you rarely see with mm, video game actors. I told you he's always on point. He has a lot to say. But if he's if he's circling around the areola of the Discord, he needs to just give the full nipple a tweak. That's the unofficial controller podcast. Uh <clears throat> Could have used more Ratchet and Clank, if you ask me. Sweating. Smiling emoji. Don't worry about that. Okay. Boba Lobra up next. I thought it was a good showing. Definitely added to the temptation of picking up a PS5 when I can. Some serious FOMO heading my way, I think. Well, we, I have those feelings about Xbox, man, so don't worry. Would really like to be playing Deathloop right now. Happy for the PS players. They've got loads to look forward to. I don't to. get that, because I've got both. Well, some people just live in the big house. They just live in the side of the big house where the internet is poor. <coughs> Excited to see the Discord chat light up when these games are released. Mm. And that looks like uh, a two, a, pin, a plug a two emoji. pin plug emoji. <coughs> My goodness gracious me, I have got many one. Of those. No. <coughs> I, I've been in this room with you for far too long. <coughs> I don't want this lurgy. No, you don't want this lurgy. Listen. Apologies to everyone at home that's listening to me. Cough. That's it. Oh. We've got a very strong Xbox community, to be fair. We have. Um, so that sometimes negates the PlayStation comments, but that's fine. Um, no worries. We, we're glad that we've attracted anyone, even if it was a strange subsection of the Spectrum ZX community that decided Tuning to rally around. A, a CB show. Exactly. Yes, what he's been... No, I always loved for you to tell me what he's been doing, Tom. What has he been doing this week? Well, you know the PlayStation Showcase... First of all, who is he? The Ray. Stingray. He's the man who delivers the goods every week. He delivers the new releases. New releases. As he did in the past when we were children, he came to the door, knock on the door, we walked down the path. Pops the boot. Don't forget forget Cousin William, who never came back. That's why parents always just say, if Ray comes and he knocks, don't go out without another person. It's true. We always went together, always came back together. He opens the boot, VHS selections, the shiny plastic, covering the bands of the videos. You go to the... Don't look under there. Don't look under there. No. That will, that, a... that will, that will teach you things about the human body you shouldn't know at eight. Anyway, it's time for a peek in what we affectionately call... Oh, yeah, tell me, what's he been up to? He was part of the PlayStation event little movie at the start. Which one was he? He was the guy playing chess. 
You saw that. Boba Loba saw a TV he's moving. He's a shapeshifter. Like a, he's like one of the giants in God of War. He can shapeshift. Well, anyway. He started and I stopped. He stalled at the bottom of the drive because of you. Because he heard me say time for it. He's like, what are you doing to me, guys? 116 shows. I tear up the drive when he says time for a peek. I reckon his clutch is dodgy. Wave, say sorry, Ray. It's time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot. What's nestled between some counterfeit nappies? A dodgy copy of Battlefriend all this week. These are new release highlights for the week, September 13th, September 19th, 2021. Listeners, these are digital, physical, or will be by the time this podcast in your feed, but could be region dependent. Listen. You told me Cousin William had went to live with Aunt Brenda anyway. The truth is out. He will always be with Aunt. Why do you think we never visit Auntie Brenda anymore? Rumour has it Ray wears Cousin William's skin as an overcoat. Like Leatherface. Yeah. That's not a button. That's Cousin William's nipple. He's here. Spring stop, smoke, wow, wow, poke and pole. There's a new... <laughs> Have a new you... story every week. I've got my mummy mummy. It's the third one. So oh, I imagine a yours second. is the second one. So I shall start. It's Balsa model flight simulator PC. Whoa. Some would wonder why this isn't is that my the mummy. Switch version of flight simulator. Just sit down, pin your logos back, because it gets better than that. September 14th, Balsa is a detailed model flight simulator with a powerful editor where you can design, build, fly, and battle with model aircraft. Our grandparents would have liked this. Developed so many things that I think they would have liked. that When they looked at games when we were younger, my granddad probably especially because he was around a bit longer, he would have, he used to look and then he'd be like, poo-poo it, blah, blah, blah. kid's game. If they looked at this now, they'd be all over it. Uh, there would be old age adopters of consoles, I think. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be tough, wouldn't it? I think it'd be nice to reach out to people and find out when they start, like older gamers, if they started yeah, later in life. That, that would be... Um, anyway, that, that game about Balsawood was developed by the people who made Kerbal Space Program. So there you go. There was the fact. Okay. Next up, we've got Deathloop, PC, PS5, September 14th. Uh, Deathloop is a next-gen FPS, in case you didn't know, uh, from Arcane Leon, the award-winning studio behind Dishonored. In Deathloop, two rival assassins are trapped in a mysterious time loop on the island of Black Reef, doomed to repeat the same day for eternity. That's cool. This is my mummy mummy. Um, anyone that knows me will know why. It's Fire Commander on the PC. Check it out if you don't believe me. It looks great. September 15th. See what it means to face the fire, command a firefighting unit in an exciting tactical RTS. Save lives and care for your team in 30-plus missions. Be a real hero. Next up, we've got what I thought was Meerkat Market. Uh, no. Sometimes my eyes see words that aren't there. It's available on the... Uh, it's called Merix Market, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, September 15th. Merix Market is a chaotic crafting game about running a medieval shop mm. not the game i sent you today on youtube you need to check that one out uh take charge of your shop as you haggle barter and craft your way through to comical single player campaign or team up with friends and catch co-op supply the whole town was it moonlight that i was saying it's moonlighter yeah, yeah. i see it. it's a bit like that 
The Amazing American Circus PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, September 16th. Roll up and play a deck-building game like no other. Gather weird and wonderful performers, amaze audiences, explore Gilded Age America, and transform your rundown circus into an entertainment empire. Place your cards right, and you can claim the greatest showman from P.T. Barnum. Almost like Hugh Jackman himself. <clears throat> Eastwood PC Switch. Huge piece. That's what they call me in the... Uh... Theatrical thespian circle. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Are you part of DAFTA? I am part of DAFTA. Fully paid up member. What do you want from me? You want That's the lines. That's Darren's agency <laughs> for the discerning actor. Oh, that was going to be your bag. Was. You should have done that. You should have done an advert. We'll do one next week. Let's get through the rest of these new releases. Project Winter, the perfect game... To backstab your friends, Project Winter is an eight-person multiplayer game focusing on social deception and survival. Communication and teamwork is essential to survivors' ultimate goal of escape. Gather resources, repair structures, and brave the wilderness together. Skatebird, PC, Xbox One, Switch, September 16th. Grind on bendy straws, kickflip over staplers, and carve killer lines through cardboard and sticky tape parks. Above all else, skatebirds try their best. If that's if that game started with you putting on a head of like a dog or something like that, and it's it being blinded by the lights by Manfred Mann, uh, possibly one of the best skating games ever made. Yeah, Origami Two, PC, PS Five, Xbox Series X, PS Four, Xbox One, must be on the Switch as well. Origami Two is a third-person stealth game where you play as an assassin with the power to control the shadows. Join the Shadow Clan and fight the Invader armies to protect your people. What's your UND pick of the month? Pick of the week? Watership Down, BBC Remake Edition. Even though it's not a remake, it's an adaption of the book. And I would argue, I love the cartoon. Pretty traumatic as a child watching it. But I think that remake or version the BBC did a couple of years ago is actually really underrated. I rewatched it recently. Mm. It's actually pretty good. It does more bright eyes. I don't think any of that's in it. I think it's just my else singing. But there's some great actual proper score music in there. That's what you're picking. I just like the the end fight. I'm picking the day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. (laughs) Truth. You know when you've when you've hit the big budget in the cinemas once with Independence Day, and the world is clamouring for another disaster movie. You've got to present them with the biggest horror known to mankind. Weather. Perfection personified. Mm. Probably the greatest film ever made. Probably at its highest fidelity on UMD. You see, you watch that latest. It's got a bunch of new stuff. It was with Gerard Butler and his family like, trying to escape. I think they hit the earth. Small fly. Small fly, <laughs> yeah. Gonna cause the greatest. Well, you know what they say, butterfly wings. Yeah. Listen, with that done, I've pulled mine out. He's questioned my choice. He's nodded at yours. He's obviously quite keen. He's a respectful man and man of high taste. He's thrown that Lambert down on the drive, which Gary the gardener's going to have to pick up. I thought, what, you're not happy with the name, being the fact that he's a gardener and his name's Gary? A guy came for the interview called Harold. Absolutely amazing. He worked at Kew Gardens. He'd been involved in the Chelsea Flower Show. He attended the Queen's Gardens. He'd been to Highgrove. 
they? Yeah. Of course. And I looked at that and thought, okay, he's fantastic for the job. Park him to one side, Harry, Harry the gardener. Looked at the other one. Gazza. Oh, Gazza's. Okay. Cut the grass behind the wagon. <laughs> right. Took a couple of bits of uh, green waste to the tip. He also helps out the, um, the young offenders when they're picking up the litter around the village. And I looked at the two CVs and I picked Gary because he's a gardener. Well, it says it in his name, doesn't it? Exactly. And Harry, I told him he was he was he was underqualified. That's why the garden looks so great. Then don't worry about the garden. It's all wildings. It's wildings. wildings. Yeah, yeah. You oh, get okay. money back from the government if you've got wildings. Right, so I've turned okay. the whole thing into a wildings. Yeah, yeah. What are you? Odders has been stood there using his fingers as suspenders for his socks or his tights and his trousers. He's yeah. a man of many arms, but he's a man with only two ears, and he's been listening intently. Because now he wants to know what you're hoping to play. Hopefully, going to pick up Deathloop at the weekend. Get enough hat together to trade in to afford that. That's what I'm hoping to play. I'm, I'm sure it will take me a day to download it on my shocking internet. I don't even want to commit to playing a game. I'll play some more of that. I'll play some more Vita. I'll, I'm really quite into that Batman. It's presented itself. Because, you know, when you go through grates, it even gets down and does the great animation, you oh, know, where you pull it, yeah, and then when yeah, you exit, yeah. where you kick yeah. it. Uh, so it's it's got some cool bits in it that make you feel like you're playing the full Batman. they did a game, and they did a Nintendo DS. They did, yeah, and I think it even came out on mobile. Wow. It feels a bit mobile at times, I will yeah. admit. Yeah. But, okay. yeah, and I'm hoping to get some Three, time. Yes, sorry. yes, I think it will. I'm hoping to get some time at home this week, and I shall be... If that happens, I want to play some Yakuza. I don't care what, when, where, or how. That's what I'm going to do. Guy we best get the stripes in the lawn. We best get the flag hoisted. The paint Sudbury crest, yes. Yeah. I've gone to be busy. I've got my winter thing. I was thinking about burning that. <laughs> Only real estates of grandeur have like a burnt east wing. Yeah. And you then know. I could just live in there with all charred and dripping roof. Yeah. Smell the smoke. PlayStation 5 just looks like a melted frisbee of white plastic. And you're, <laughs> you're, you're walking around in a loincloth saying, my precious. That's how I kind of see it. The great downfall. Yeah. Yeah. Ash on the floor. It looks very yeah. Mordor. Yeah. Burning t- timbers. I like it. A good yes. story arc. I play it well. Looks like PS5's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> and that's all we have time for this week listeners always thank you for your time look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week until then happy gaming (laughs) every time I do a Lord of the Rings quote I hear this a hobbit lay here his bonds were cut that's it that's it I don't know what else to say that's the rest that's the rest that's all you need to know friend Uh, until then happy gaming there's nothing wrong with being in the unofficial controller it's what you do with it that counts see you Tom See you, mate.